This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. Let's now talk about the Ukraine war. Israel has found itself in a spot. Ukraine expects defense assistance from Israel. Kiev's logic here is simple. Iran is selling arms to Russia, so why shouldn't Israel step in to help Ukraine? The ball is now in Israel's court. Will it or will it not help Ukraine militarily? These questions have led to an unexpected outcome. The government and the opposition finding themselves on the same page. Both oppose changing Israel's current policy. Both agree to not sending arms to Ukraine. Israel's defense minister told a local media outlet, and I'm quoting, we are not selling weapons to Ukraine. The opposition leader and former prime minister, Benjamin Netanyahu, called the decision, quote-unquote, important. Now, in case you are just tuning in, let me give you some context here. It all started with a soundbite, this one. Today, Ukraine will send an official note to the government of Israel asking to immediately deliver air defense systems and begin quality cooperation so that Ukraine receives the necessary equipment. Why Israel? Because Ukraine is convinced that Israel's arch enemy, Iran, is helping Russia. It is a claim that has only been solidified following the Reuters report that we have been talking about. We mentioned it yesterday. It says that Iran will be selling more drones and missiles to Russia. So like I was saying, Ukraine's logic is simple. If Iran is backing Russia, Israel should automatically back the opposing side. Ukraine is already laying the groundwork for this alliance. It has moved to cut diplomatic ties with Iran. Tehran bears full responsibility for the destruction of relations with Ukraine. I am submitting to the President of Ukraine a proposition to sever diplomatic ties with Iran. We never took an anti-Iranian stance. But after Iran became part of aggressive crimes and Russian crimes on our territory, we are taking a definite and honest position. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. This has been a long-standing rule in wars. But uh, should it apply to Israel? It's not like Israel has not helped Ukraine in the war. It has, but with humanitarian aid, not military. Ukraine is now seeking a change in position. And it comes at a crucial time. Ukraine has not been shy of us asking for help, especially with regard to air defense. The calls have become louder ever since Kiev was attacked, supposedly by Iran-made kamikaze drones. Iran has denied the involvement of its drones. The Kremlin also saying that only Russian weapons were used. Clearly, Ukraine is not convinced. I thank our partners, all who help us with air defences and missile defences. Let us bear in mind that the very fact that Russia has sought help from Iran is an admission by the Kremlin that it is bankrupt in military and political terms. But goes without saying, the war has taken a rather unexpected turn. For Israel, it will actually be about finding the balance. So far, it has stood on the sidelines, 
But uh, there are also some in positions of power who believe that Israel should take a stand. Natwan Shai is Israel's Minister of Diaspora Affairs and this is what he recently wrote on Twitter. The time has come for Ukraine to receive military aid as well, just as the US and NATO's, NATO countries provide. But this will not be easy and let me tell you why. Iran and Israel may be enemies, but Israel and Russia are not. The two countries, in fact, share cordial ties. Russia has a large Jewish community. Some estimates say over a million of Israel's 9.2 million citizens have roots in the former Soviet Union. What do these developments mean for Israel? Where does it stand? I earlier spoke to Lieutenant Colonel Modichai Kedar. He is a former senior IDF military intelligence officer. Listen in. Well, uh, we very possibly might see that the war between Ukraine and Russia broadens. Uh, it starts to include European countries, uh, maybe other parts of the world, especially because of the sensitivity of energy and especially gas. And here comes Israel to the equation because Israel is a gas supplier. And uh, since we see an alliance between Russia and Iran, and as you know, Iran wants to destroy Israel altogether, there is a possibility that in order to ease the pressure on Russia, Iran will open a war here against Israel or against the Israeli gas facilities in the sea. And this is the scenario uh, which uh, we have to be prepared for and to make sure that Iran has no access to weapons which might uh, uh, broaden the war uh, according to the Russian expectations. In fact, according to local media in Israel, Israel's Prime Minister Yair Lapid will be speaking to Ukraine's Foreign Minister Dmitry Koleba and this phone call could happen as early as tomorrow. That's the 20th of October. So what are the chances that Israel will change its position vis-a-vis -vis Ukraine? This is what Lieutenant Colonel Modachoy Kadar had to say on this. Well, it all depends on the results of the elections here in Israel, which will be in less than two weeks, uh, November 1st. If the, uh, the left-wing uh, parties which are now in power, will uh, win the elections, Israel would be very easily be squeezed to succumb to the American, the European dictates to join the war uh, in their side against Russia and against uh, Iran. While if the right wing uh, will win here in Israel, they are much more reliable when it comes to Israeli interests and not to succumb to other interests. And the Israeli right has always a much more, uh, I, I would say, Israeli targeted uh, policy, means uh, a policy, foreign policy, which serves the interest of Israel, not the interest of other powers in the world. And we have our own interests. So this is more or less the difference and we have to wait uh, with patience uh, until the results of the elections on the 1st of November. 